Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Roger JP wanted to find the bow in Real Raw Radio. Thanks for tuning in. If you just get on your lunch hour, well, we have a uh, very special treat. Comedian Nick DiPaolo is on the phone with us, of course, originally from the Boston area and a very big New England Patriots fan. Probably. But don't let that to make you turn off the radio. Right. <laughs> this may be the first time we've ever spoken to you when you're even close to happy. Well, I love how you say that, like you're, you're a ball of sunshine. I <laughs> am a ball of sunshine. Uh, you're as miserable as anybody I've met in the business. That's true. <laughs> you're not that you far off. Don Imus look happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, uh, very happy, exhausted this morning or what? I'm telling you, I, 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 I thought I was jaded, and, you know, I don't watch football since I was five, the Patriots specifically, yeah. and thought I could never get excited. I mean, we've, we've had so much success in the last few years, uh, the last 15 years, that I thought I was jaded, and I, I tell you, I was like a, a, a 10-year-old kid. I couldn't, I watched Sports Center for the first time until like 3 in the morning. Watching highlights that I've already seen 22 times. Isn't that great? You know, I did the same thing after the Giants won. You know, you just you get all wrapped up in it. But, but you got to realize they, they you really make... have to bring up the Giants and pee on my shower? I'm not paying. I, listen, I, you know, you, you, the... Uh, although, if it wasn't for the Giants, you would have been 7 and He would have been 7-0 in the Super Bowl. I'm just... I know. I, I, you know, I was talking about this with my brother in a text. Do you understand? He, he's, he, he doesn't have two... He was two plays. Two plays away from having... Uh, like seven rings or whatever? Seven. Yeah. You had Asante Samuel for the Patriots in that first loss to the Giants. With a minute and a half left, Eli Manning throws an interception right in his hand, and a guy from Asante Samuel dropped the ball. Uh, an easy pickoff. Nobody even talks about this play. Right. He picks that ball off, game's over. Here's one, and then Wes Welker in the second loss to the Giants. He makes that catch, and there's a good chance they win that. He really is like two plays away from Evan. He's got more wins than Liberace. <laughs> did you did you shut the game off at any point last night? <laughs> Come on. What do you think? I'm retarded? Did you? <laughs> did I shut it off? At all. When it was down, did you? For crying out loud. I, come on, though. You didn't. You did, Sorry, you know, <laughs> I heard Bill, Bill Burr this morning said, uh, he's like, I had my effing head in the oven at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't shut it off, but I was like, hey, I'm getting a little nervous here. But then I, you know, then I realized I forgot we had the second coming uh, as a quarter. You can't shut it off with Brady and Belichick. And but I was getting, uh, you know, if it was like uh, who's the Jets quarterback? It's Patrick. I would have shut yeah. it off. Yeah. Thirty seconds. But uh, right. No, I mean, but I was, I was getting the. I can't lie to you. I was getting discouraged. You know, I was like, you have to be kidding me. It was like because I went to bed. I went to bed. <laughs> I literally went to bed. You know when I, I went to bed as soon as he hit the upright for the extra point. I was like, you don't have Tom Brady's throwing the ball nowhere near receivers. They're dropping they're dropping passes. They're getting pressure on him. He's taking sacks. And then when you finally they do finally get in the score. end zone, they hit the you hit the upright and you miss the extra point. I go right yeah. there. That's God. They don't want you to win. You you don't win those games. So yeah. I shut it off. And yeah. and then I. I woke up this morning and I saw all my messages, like all my alerts. I'm like, key effing one. 
It was like God had other things to do for the first three quarters of that game. Forgot it was on. No, no, no. Not blaming it on God. It's like God had other things to do for the first three quarters. And then realized that the game was on, saw what the score was, like, oh, Jesus. And then touched Tom on the shoulder and said, go ahead, go do it. Yeah, uh, no, it was just, uh, yeah, I was getting a little. Uh, but you, here's the thing because of the coaching, because of Belichick and Matt Patricia, the coordinator, and, and, and McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, they, I mean, if the longer the game goes, the more they get the edge. I mean, I thought at halftime, they, they always make adjustments at halftime to pass. Right, and right. Usually the third quarter, they'll come up and light it up. They, they, they're playing chess, everybody else is playing checkers. But uh, can you imagine if we had Gronkowski? And we didn't get rid of Chandler Jones. This is what amazes me. They get rid of Chandler Jones and the other guy, Collins, two of our best, literally two all pro defensive players. And I'm going, what are they doing? And then, and, and then we had no Gronk. And I'm like, but, but they, that doesn't matter because whoever they plug in, yeah. again, because of the coaching, they make it work somehow. I, I, I was like so discouraged when they got rid of Chandler Jones. And I go, they don't want to win this. You know, I said, maybe they're taking a year off. But with no Gronkowski, you know what I mean? If we had right. Gronkowski, we probably would have won by a touchdown, uh, 10 points. And, I don't the, know. and in the end, they still covered the spread. <laughs> they still covered the spread. So not only did they win, but they covered the spread. The spread, they were laying three points at kickoff, and they still yeah. they came back and covered the spread. They didn't yeah. push. Well, they didn't kick it with a field goal. They went with a touchdown. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. You say Jesus Christ on radio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will certainly can. Well, but, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, like I said, I thought I was jaded. I'm, I've been following the Pats. I'm at the perfect age to appreciate this because I started watching like in 1968 when Jim Plunkett was the quarterback. Mm. I mean, they were a laughing stock. Right. And, and uh, I got to see this. I had to wait 17 years till they got to the first Super Bowl against the Bears. And now you got these little kids running around Boston. Kids, I, they're actually, now they're 18 years old. Who, who expect this every year, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like, the, it was like the Yan yeah, Yankee fans, Yankee right? Fans from, same thing. From the late 90s and the early yeah. 2000s. Same exactly. thing. Exactly. And then you realize when they're gone, uh, this is kind of sucks. <laughs> We're yeah. talking to comedian Nick DiPaolo uh, with lots of roots in Boston. So now football season's over. Your Patriots won. And now how many tweets have you seen where it's baseball season? You ready? Uh, I don't know. I didn't pick up my Twitter, but... Uh... I was just so happy. Uh, I was just uh, sticking up Roger Goodell's butt. Well, that was the, <laughs> that was the best. And honestly, and JP's been saying that for months. Saturday Night Live, who I like. I know I'm Michael. I seem to the comedy seller here and there. Right. They call Boston the most racist city he's ever been in. I saw that. That went up his uh, butt, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a funny tweet, Nick. I saw I, that. I had been saying that about Goodell, too. I was actually rooting for, cause they're, and people were breaking my balls. Like, how could you be rooting for Brady? How could you be rooting? I said, I'm a Giant fan. We, we like, And I'm not trying to be a dick here, Nick. We beat him twice. I have no animosity towards the guy. He never screwed us. <laughs> you know? So I don't have any animosity. And, and I just wanted to see him. I wanted to see them jam that trophy Oh, yeah. Down Goodell's throat. That's, that's the other thing. I mean, when you put it all together, the fact that we didn't have him for the first four games, you know, we lose Gronk halfway through the season. Uh, they made some trades. but and, and then all these guys step up. This Mitchell, this receiver Mitchell, a rookie, playing like he's been in the late 10 years. And, and Brady's just a god, man. He's just the best <laughs> ever. He is. And, and Bobby, you always my hero as far as Boston sports yeah. right. forever. But, uh, you know, Brady... Past him, even 
happened a couple of years ago in, in my eyes. And, and then this just, I'm like, you have to be kidding me. You know who's got to be on suicide watch? Which one was the player that could, uh, that um, decided he wanted a new contract and Belichick was like, all right, bye, go to Cleveland? Oh, uh, yeah, I think that I think that was Chandler Jones. Was that who it was? Yeah. <laughs> like, Belichick just got pissed off. It was like, not only am I going to screw you, but I am sending you to the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> the- yeah, no, exactly. That's all the guy said. He said, if you're going to pay me, he said something like, if you're going to pay me like the, like a mediocre player, I'm going to play like a mediocre That's all he said. Right. Mm. And, and I'm talking, this guy was the best defensive player for a couple of years in the past. Right. And then his, he- his brother's the UFC, you know. And he just... Thing. And, and Belichick just doesn't care. He just cuts the cord on him and sends him packing. Yes. And, I mean, Wes Welker made a joke about Rex Ryan having a foot fetish. Right. And remember, and, 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 and Belichick said he didn't like that. And then Wes Welker, you know, came back against Bill and said, that's Bill always looking over your shoulder. And the next, you know, Welker was good. And as, <laughs> and, and as soon as I saw the Chandler Jones, they shipped him off. All I can think of is that Belichick just walked in for, to the team meeting the next day. And said, anybody else want to go to Cleveland? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't even know if he said that. He's like a, he's like a mafia don. He doesn't have to say anything. <laughs> he just, like, kisses you on the cheek. Goes, well, <laughs> hey, Nick, did you hear about uh, Brady possibly signing? Do you want him to sign or you want him to go out, like, where he's at right now? Go out on the high note or do you want to see him for a few more years and maybe go down the other side of the hill? Why would he not want him? Oh, no. He, he, the, the fact that he's playing like he's 29. He is, but he's 39. I can change quick. He's probably juiced up. Yeah, so what? <laughs> you quit. In the meantime, you, you got to wring every ounce of greatness out of him. That's what I said. You know, I mean, in the 16 years he's in the NFL, Yeah. and in the 16 years, he started the first year halfway through the season, and he missed a full year. So in 14 and a half years, right. the dude's been to the Super Bowl seven times. I know. Every other year. That's stupid. That's right. Half his career. Yeah. I mean, that is insane, and that just and that again, uh, that's a testament to the to Belichick too, and Robert Kraft, and and, and uh, the fact what was he picked in the sixth round or something, seventh? Sixth, Dude, seventh? he was number one ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, he's got that chip on his shoulder. That, you know, it's just uh, that you don't find him any kids from you know Northern California, right? Uh, he's got that chip on his shoulder, and just. I mean, I've never, I, I, like I said, I'm so jaded. I've been following sports my whole life, but I couldn't, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Even when I woke up this morning, I go, did that happen? I mean, come on. Just uh, after all those lame years as a kid, you know, and, uh, but, um, yeah, so uh, Title Town, baby, that's what we call it. Title Town. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, the Packers get mad when you say that, but it's like, come on. Really? We're the, the football capital of the world. You really and, are. You know, on top of how about on top of that, he's you know friends with Trump, right? And people, you know, people are pissed because uh, you know he's friends with Trump. Well, that's what I was saying last week, Nick. You know, there were a lot of articles were like um, Brady has to apologize, or Brady has a lot of explaining to do about his relationship with yeah. Trump, and I'm like. Yeah. He doesn't have to explain anything to you, you dicks. Yeah. Like, there were all these writers that were writing like the same headline, and I'm like, why does this guy have to explain his personal life? That's the that's the lib media, the liberal jerk off media who have to <laughs> politicize everything and just yeah, okay. So why don't you why don't all you people uh, who are friends with Ray Lewis apologize for him having <laughs> blood on his clothes? <laughs> <laughs> at a Super Bowl party. I mean, I mean, uh, what do you? It's just hilarious. I, I, uh, anyways, 
they have to politicize everything, and it just it must eat them alive. I mean, first a Trump victory, now now a friend of Trump. That's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. It's uh, you know, it's insane. As you're yeah. watching the, the Trump stuff unfold, because uh, you've been uh, a big supporter since the get go. Like, are there have there been any moments when you're like, ah, dial it back? Or you like, just... Well, you know, like you say I've been a big supporter. I didn't even vote for him in the primary, you know? But, uh... Mm. Oh, you didn't? I No, been... I didn't, but I mean... But I told you that the day I started going, hey, I, I was laying on the couch, I was half asleep, and I got the TV on, I'm looking out one corner of my eye, and I see him uh, mocking that reporter. That, that oh, right. Says, oh, my God, he's mocking a handicapped reporter. I started laughing my ass off, and I said, where do I pull the lever? <laughs> I said, give a crap. <laughs> my guy, of course, that's not my comedian. Would. Right. And I said, this guy is not playing. He doesn't give a rap that. Mm. And uh, I've only, uh, you know, uh, it's just so fun. And what amazes me, I get people on Twitter, and these are people who follow me, supposedly fans, and they... I, like I, I actually lose followers when I when I make you know I, I tweet something, you know taking a shot at Hillary or Barack or whatever. Right. You know it gets like it gets like six hundred likes and three hundred retweets, and and yet there's people, so-called fans of mine who apparently don't know how I vote right. <laughs> after all these years. Did you did you see the uh, the meme from the Super Bowl last night? I don't know if you've gone online yet. There was a. Uh, uh, we have we haven't seen a collapse like this since the uh, since Hillary's 2016 campaign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, they, they they're going to be in a frenzy. They must be losing their mind. But uh, you know, Trump doesn't back losers. He's a winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can I say? Sure. Yeah, he says stuff. I don't go along with everything he says. I mean, yeah. Like I, I saw a little bit of the O'Reilly interview. I was just watching mm. it online. And, you know, about the, he, he said, you know, three million illegals voted. And, and, and O'Reilly's like, well, you got to, you know, you got to have some data. Some yeah, you got to back it up. And he goes, he goes, oh, never mind that. Or something like that. He goes, <laughs> forget about that, Bill. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what he is, is he's, he's, he's not a politician. He's got to be a little more articulate. But right. what he was saying, when you figure in all the dead people who have registered online to vote, right. people who vote, and he wasn't just talking about illegals sneaking into the country. And I bet you if you add all that up, it probably is three million. You know what I mean? But you, but you don't go, oh, oh, forget about that. <laughs> right. No, you don't. And then you, know, you back it up. If you're a professional politician, you'd be more careful with your words. And he's not, but maybe he'll learn that. It'll take, you know, he'll do himself a favor if he's a little more careful. He would have had a little bit of a problem, I think. If it, if it ended up not being the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history last night, yeah. that little quote that he had when um, O'Reilly called, but Putin's a killer. Right. And he's like, and our country's so innocent. Oof. And I was like, if if that wasn't the greatest comeback in the history of Super Bowl, he would have a much rougher day mm-hmm. today than he's having. Like Nick said, choose your words a little more carefully. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wrong with you. No, he's still getting a ton of flack for saying that, and I, I don't get I don't get why he's getting flack for that. Right. Why the people who hate Trump are, are mostly people who don't really don't like what this country stands for, anyways. So why wouldn't they go? Yeah, he's right. This, this country. That's a good know, point. Some, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they should agree like, with him. Yeah, they would agree with him exactly. So they just look—they're going to hate him no matter what he says. There's, there's people on the left that are out of control. They—they're—they're they're, they're hysterical right now. They're seeing red, and it's—it's it's like I'm enjoying it. It's like watching porn up every morning. Right here, airport, and and uh, you know whatever. So uh, what happens? Not whatever. I don't want to get too political. Right, gotcha. Saying, it's you know they're right. going to hate him no matter what he says. Same reason they hate Brady and asking him to explain his relation. 
you imagine? Explain your relationship with You will explain it yeah. now. <laughs> you yeah. Kiss my ass. I owe nobody an explanation. <laughs> Nick DiPaolo is uh, coming to Tampa, by the way. Do you know you're coming to Side Splitters March 9th through the 11th? Gonna, I was going to say that, guys. I was going to say March 9th, 10th, and 11th. Yeah. I'll be at Side Splitters, one of my favorite gigs. They always come out in droves. Because it's a, it's a lot of, uh, you know, Boston and New York is down there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of like-minded people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, no, I can't wait. And, and Bobby Jewell, who's, uh, you know, the peach, the guy that runs the place, uh, big sports fan himself. So, But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's March 9, 10, and 11. Yep. So, right on, uh, Nick. You guys go see uh, Nick DiPaolo at Side Splitters. And, Nick, thanks for coming on for a little while. Yeah. You can sign up for my podcast at connectpal.com slash Nick. You're a you whore. You can hear it on iTunes for free on Mondays, but if you want to subscribe, go to connectpal.com slash Nick, and uh, you'll enjoy it because it's a lot of politics, but it's also a lot of other stuff, stuff that I say that would probably get me arrested on terrestrial radio. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe probation on satellite radio. I don't <laughs> doubt it one bit. <laughs> All right, Nick, we'll catch Thanks, up with Nick. you soon. Thanks for coming on last minute, man. Thanks, Appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you with a contract. Right on, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. Bye. Nick DiPaolo, everybody. Side splitters March 9th to the 11th. Yeah. It's so funny. He... Congratulations to Nick. Like he played the game. <laughs> we never really. That's so weird. We never really <laughs> talked about the uh, the contract thing. Um, we have yeah. just, we have just uh, committed to the bone for three years, which is uh, yeah, which was which was Yay, we're happy. not something we were expecting at all. Um, we thought we were going to just throwing a year at a time. We thought but go for another year. But that's awesome. Have, uh, just commit and the bone committed to us for yes. uh, for three years. So it's a wonderful marriage. You're stuck with us for a while at least. And today is my last day, by the way. <laughs> Get that out there too while we're making the uh, announcements. <laughs> been a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Always dry humor. I think you know the show wouldn't go on without you. Yes, it would. You, you are looking at him like, is he really? It's <laughs> like 2% of it is like, wait a minute, is he, a, a little is he really? <laughs> so I, it's cool. We'll, yeah, we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Like, All right. Seriously, though, are you leaving? No, we're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. Maybe. <laughs> Did you get Stop. your piece of paper yet? Yeah, piece of paper's there. Okay, good. Magically, at the same time, your piece of paper was there. <laughs> okay, good. Mine wasn't there. Yours happened. Might happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's, well, 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 it's all you know, ding. It's all. It's all. Um, it's, it's all, all good. It's all happening. It all comes out in the wash in the end. Right. Yes, sir. And there we go. Or Roger JP on the bone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.